This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Ah. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hello, and welcome to What Were You Thinking on Pet Life Radio. This is book character Bill Holm, substituting for Bob. No, here he is. Bob <laughs> Tart finally showed up. So, we're here to do a, uh, a segment we like to call Chillin' with Bill and Bob. That's right. That's what this show... We'll call the whole show that. How about that? Cause the whole show? Because that's what we would like our listeners to do, is just chill with us here at Towers Point State Park. Fine, I'm ready to chill. Okay, and, and we're here, you know, we're here in Tawa City, and this is this is a beautiful place, right? Wouldn't you say Tawa City? Oh, I would say. I mean, it's really gorgeous. It's on Lake Huron, and it's, it's such a laid-back summer kind of place that, uh, I mean, even the birds are laid back. I just saw a female mallard in a crop top. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's just that kind of place. <laughs> just that kind of relax. I'm surprised place. you didn't ask if it needed a ride. Well, speaking of which, it's Joke Corner. <laughs> oh, no. Is yeah. this that joke you were telling me about yeah, earlier? Yeah, this is Joke Corner. And, and would, ladies and gentlemen, Bob would not tell me this joke earlier because he wanted me to he wanted me to react spontaneously with the joy that he knew I was going to feel. Just like once. he did to that crop top joke. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Maybe I thought that if, might have been it, in fact. Maybe if the mallard was in a field, was in a, a, a oat field, and it was a crop top. Would that have been funnier? Because oat is a crop. Oat is a crop. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Or on a silo. On a silo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that could be funny. So I, I want to have you take your mind back in time. Okay. How far? To, to uh, last year when I told a very good joke. Oh God, I, remember. I tell our, this joke all this the time. This is a Napoleon joke. Oh, this and is great. It wasn't really supposed to be a joke. It was a mind bender. And the mind bender, of course, I have an actual joke today, but the mind bender was that Napoleon met his Waterloo at Waterloo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then there was another one about the late, great Irish vocalist Richard Harris. And this was kind of a fun fact, too. And this was that Richard Harris, he had himself, he got himself into a real Donnybrook at Donnybrook. Yeah. <laughs> But this is this is more of a story. Oh, okay. you, you, yeah, okay, that isn't it though, because you told me that one earlier, right? Yeah, so I, I don't just, quite remember it, but okay. Yeah, I'm just reminding you of jokes past uh-huh. that got a lot of it, postcards from our listeners. Uh huh. Is this next joke the real kind joke. of a same kind of idea it's got as a the little, previous it's a two? A little bit like that. It's a little bit, but this is. I'm um, sure everyone's anxious to hear it. This is a little longer. This is about Joe and Terry. And Joe and Terry are two guys who live in Mali in West Africa. You with me so far? I'm just chilling. Okay. 
So Joe and Terry live in Mali, West Africa. And Joe is saying to Terry, oh, geez, I got to spend the weekend at my granny's house. Okay? Which one said this? Joe. Joe. And Terry said, what's wrong? Don't you love your granny? And Joe says, of course I love my granny. But she lives out in the country. You know, it's rural here in Mali in West Africa. And the problem, I love my granny, but she doesn't have Wi-Fi. She doesn't have any internet service. And she doesn't have cable TV. I said, that's crazy. Where could she live not to have that? And Joe says, I don't know, out in Timbuktu somewhere. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, <laughs> so that brings us to... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should let our oh. listeners have a moment oh. <laughs> to calm down. Too. I was chilled until that came along. Yeah. All right. All right. You, you I'm, up, I'm just pumped all, up for yeah. a birding today. I got it. Was, you, know. you can see why I was laughing last night as I was uh, playing in bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Let's have a little motel corner, because we had photography <laughs> corner yesterday. And, you know, we opened it up to listeners, should it be photographer's corner or photography corner? And I did get an email from new listener, Christina. Mm-hmm. And she said, Dear Bob, please stop mentioning my name on your show. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. Okay, that solves it. So, uh, motel corner. Uh-huh. And uh, you wanted to mention something about the um, amenities that were provided. Well, it... I was surprised at the level of, of of amenity that we received. The, uh, for example, the little bar of the bar of hand soap. You know, you get those at a hotel. They're generally kind of small, and they're, you know, are all motels. This is motel corner. Is that what it's called? Yeah, this is so, motel corner. This is a regular feature. Okay, so in the motel, not the hotel. And I opened up the little pack of soap, and this pack of soap was actually the size of a quarter. Yeah, it looked like, I guess, the old-fashioned straight razor blades. That's a good comparison. That's a good yeah. comparison. Yeah. If, if any of our um, folks listening to the show are thinking of slashing their wrists right now, <laughs> it was about the size, right, of a regular razor blade. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there seem to be some people around that are objecting. I don't know. I just thought I heard some wildlife bursting through the bushes to try and stop us. I'm thinking, I'm, I started to hear laughter all over the place. I think the joke it's has gone joke viral is, already. It has. It has a m- mosquito bit me, and it's transmitting that joke all over the park. Yeah. And also I noticed, as far as those amenities, did you notice that little sign on the sink that it said, if you forgot to pack some, what did it say, like a toothbrush or some item, it says, come to the front desk for a complimentary item. So I came to the front desk, and I, I said, forgot my toothbrush. And the woman said, boy, you're looking good today. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, so that's, that's, yeah. That's uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, that's, a, that's another joke that I did not know was coming, too. Now, that was a good one, too. Yeah. What you, what's, what's happening? Is there something Two boring? Oreos over there. Oh. You just had that faraway bird look all of a sudden on your face I, where I, everything else just... Everything dissipates. else was delight, and then, <laughs> and, then and, it's, and then it's just down to business. <laughs> Speaking of which, down to business. Now, next Saturday, we're going to be at DeGraff Nature Center, and we're giving a talk on Featherbrain, my new book, Featherbrain. Featherbrain. And that's my new memoir about how I learned to become a birder, my bumbling quest to become a birder and find a rare bird on my own. Check at Amazon.com, and your local, please... Please patronize your local bookstore. Well, I got mine on Kindle. 
There you go. You went to the Kindle store. Yeah. But I have to say, I did order one online as well. I, You, you know, you I, paid for one? I paid for two. I was going to give you one. Well, that was a long time ago that it came out. And I figured, well, it looks like I'm not going to get one. I did get a complimentary issue from the publisher. Well, I sent you the first 10 pages, didn't I? I, was just uh, sending you, I well, know they you're were not stapled. a very fast reader, yeah. so I just sent them a few at a time. But we're at DeGraff Nature Center in Holland, Michigan on Saturday. Too late for any of you folks. It was a great talk. Yeah, thanks a lot. But we are supposed to also possibly take some birders out, or some would-be birders out, to uh, show them how to bird. And I'm kind of nervous about that because I have no idea what to tell them. First, look up. Yeah. And then uh, listen. Yeah. Look, listen, identify. And I think you said walk. But the problem is... I don't know. Hmm? Go ahead. The problem is when you and I are out birding, what we do seems like magic. Mm. It just seems like magic to the ordinary person. Well, and we just, you know, I throw an arm out to the left and Mm. I say a Baltimore Oriole. I throw an arm out to the right and I say Baltimore Oriole. And it's just, it it seems like magic. Huh. That is magic right there. Yeah. And I don't know how you can teach that. That is about the definition of magic. That was an Oriole right there. Was it? Yeah. And I don't know how you can teach that. Again, this is live magic. Yeah, live magic. Yeah, and just talking about throwing an arm out there, uh-huh. there was the Baltimore Orioles. And yesterday, when we saw the... Um, Full disclosure, you did throw your arm out. I did, and now I have it in a sling. <laughs> so... What's next? I had, I don't know, I have something that says species list cup. That doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> species list cup. You must have written that into importance. I, I must have. And I also have species another... list cup. Yeah. Cup? Is that what it says, yeah, or does species, it say crap? Oh, there it is. Species list... Oh, I know what it is. Clip. You see this here? Oh, I, there's a clip. I have this little notebook, and right now this little notebook is holding the very important <laughs> notes to this show, right? Because you can't do a podcast like this without very specific notes. People think this isn't scripted, but every word yeah, is scripted. every word is scripted. So... Anyway, this is my species list notebook, and when I go birding, I'm pulling it out of my pocket all the time, and I'm writing down Baltimore Oriole 2, and something like that. And so, but the problem is when I keep pulling it out of my pocket and putting it in again, the pages start getting all wrinkled. It's a little spiral notebook, and the pages get all wrinkled, and it's just a wrinkly mess. And so what I've done here, Bill, I, sh- I wish this was, uh, wow. we had a video. Wow. I have put a little clip on the bottom of the spiral notebook, and it holds all the pages flat. This is going to revolutionize birding. It will. It this will. is really I should brilliant. Patent, I should have a Go F Me site, and I should, you know, collect money f- to develop this product on the Go F Me site. I, wanted, I want you to demonstrate this. On the book character Bill Holm Facebook page. Oh, that's good. You want to do a video that way? What's this flying here? Holy cow. Oh, there's a robin. Was yeah. that a robin? Well, you flung your arm grass. out again. Well, that mean, I hope I didn't because every time I fling my arm out, I turn the bird into a Baltimore Oriole. Mm. So I think that nearly brings us to the end, believe it or not, of the first half. We're at Tawas Point. I was going to do another photography corner, but, you know... I was going to go into all the technical aspects of taking photos of birds, but I guess we just don't have time for anything informational. You're going to do what? Go into all the technical aspects of taking photographs of birds. Setting the f-stop, setting the shutter speed, setting that their ISO, 
But I just, we, you know, we don't have time for information. This show is too fast moving for content. Frankly, it's all about entertainment as well. It is. And once again, I would like to thank the folks at Filler Incorporated for providing so much content for this show so we don't have to think it up ourselves. Just go to their website, click on Filler, Mm -hmm. and automatically it appears. Yes. And while you're there, please check out the link from our friends at Briskets to Go. The (laughs) best darn briskets in all. There's another Oreo. It's on the ground. Wow. What's the uh, what's the special today? Uh, this, the special is uh, How Could It Hoyt? <laughs> the How Could It Hoyt special. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So what do you say, Bill? Uh, let's I go. Th- let's, so we're going to go Boyden, and then we're going to let you know what we see other than a Baltimore Oriole here at uh, beautiful Tawas State Park on Lake Huron in northern Michigan. And uh, tree swallows are flying over and saluting us. Oh, thanks for the salute (laughs) right in my coffee. Right, right. And uh, so we'll be back with some live birding or post-birding excitement after this word from our sponsor. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Get the stinky dog away from me. Bad breath and bad gas. PD stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Itching, licking, missing fur. At least $5,000 in vet bill. Creams, antibiotics, sprays. No results. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life, she's got energy. Tons of energy, no more bad smells. Dynavite's the bomb. (gasps) Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. (laughs) 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. We're back, and Bill is uh, blowing his nose over here. He took it a little hard that we didn't see as many birds as we saw yesterday at uh, Nyon King Point. So here we are after having birded out Tawas Point State Park. Mm. It was pretty much birded before we got here. It was. I was surprised. Last year at this time, it was loaded with birds, but, you know, you never can tell. It just goes to prove the old saying. What's that? You never can tell. Oh, right. Right. So we still had a good time, and we walked, and we walked, and we walked, didn't we? We sure did. Yeah. And, um... While I'm, uh, why don't you fill for a second, Bill? I'm going to, uh, here, hold the recorder and fill for a moment. And I'm going to see how far we walked because um, that's something. We walked 2.51 miles. That's two and one half miles we walked today birding. You know, yesterday we walked for two hours and 23 minutes. Today we walked for two hours and 23 minutes. What do you make of that? I think, oh, and there's a little map of uh, where we walked. Isn't that something? That seems to be, I guess you would say that's our breaking point. <laughs> well, I'm broken. I'm yeah. a broken man. Yeah. So I had been hoping to get a very nice close-up picture of a brown thrasher. And, Bill, you continually saw the brown thrashers. I had some kind of brown thrasher blinders on. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I, it, was, it was right there in front of you in the wide open, and I kept saying, it's right there. It's right there. Don't you see and it? And I couldn't see it. I couldn't see that thrasher. Uh, it was uh-uh. so frustrating. Nope, I couldn't thresh that thrasher no matter what I did, and I ended up flushing the thrasher instead of threshing it. <laughs> oh, Shaw. Yeah, and so it was disappointing, but you know, there's always another year. I may make it another year of life oh, boy. straggling through on this weary boy. planet. This dismal existence, this meaningless life. I may make it just for the birds and just for our listeners, because uh, really, what would our listeners do without this show? That's a really good question. That's why we keep doing it. We keep doing it for the people. Now, where we were walking, we were walking right through the nesting grounds of the piping plover, because I didn't see any signs there were no. signs saying to respect the piping plover, and I would have said, sorry, sir, if right. I stepped on any eggs. Sorry, madam. Sorry, sir. I would have tipped my hat. Yep. But uh, I didn't see any piping plovers. No. But no. we did see. Well, there was something stuck to my shoe. Oh. I'm not sure what it was. Oh, okay. That could have been a gummy bear. I was eating oh, okay. gummy bears the whole oh, okay. time and tossing okay. them over my shoulder because well, they're biodegradable. Well, the birds love them. You know, why don't you, would you like to give your little tip? Because we did a video of your tip, but there's some people who are uh, your banana tip. Oh. Because uh, there are some people who will not be able to see the video because they're not on Facebook, but they would still like the benefit of your tip, an eco-friendly snack tip for birders. Well, you're walking along, you know, you want a snack while you're birding to keep your energy level up. And so I suggest that you take a banana. It's a natural substance. It just fills you with energy and potassium. And when you're done with it, all you have to do is take it in your hand and fling it as far as you can. And it'll land on the ground and eventually it'll just dissolve or it'll get picked up by a crow or something. And, and then, you, then you're done with it and it's fine. Yeah, and they don't mind that. I mean, it's not like throwing they a Kit Kat wrapper. No, no, no. They, they don't mind that at all. And while, while we were walking here, we saw 
piles of orange rinds uh-huh. and watermelon rinds and even some corn husks. All biodegradable. Uh-huh. And um, there were We're, birds picking at all of them. I like to call us the green birders. That's excellent. That So that's a birding tip for everybody. And um, last year, again, you know, we had a bounty of birds here. And uh, it, it's just amazing how different things to be. Can you, do you think maybe someone was here yesterday and birded the place out? It, look, it sure looks that way. I'm not going to accuse anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to uh, assume anything, but man. Yeah, yep. And um, there were a lot of Orioles, so whoever was here yesterday must have missed the Orioles. Or else there were so many of them that the ones that he or she birded out left, but there were just plenty left for us. Or maybe, maybe, maybe I, I would say that that's probably the answer. Mm-hmm. But we did get what uh, made the whole trip worthwhile for me. What's that? Is we got a very, very close look at a couple of spotted sandpipers. That's right, we did. And, and what was so remarkable about them that you pointed out so observantly? About how they um, pump their tail up and down. That? That. that helps you identify them at a distance even now you have to be careful because the solitary piper sandpiper the solitary piper roddy piper but he's not <laughs> well, with he's, us yeah. now Rest the solitary sandpiper rocks back and forth but that's more his whole body and it's a larger larger shorebird but the spotted sandpiper what was the other thing how tiny they it's are tiny it's a tiny bird it's just you, it's like a spot it is. It is. That's why they call it that. It's so tiny, there's only room for one spot on its body. That's right. Yeah. And would you say it's like the size of a uh, big fat sparrow, but with a long beak and a longer tail and longer legs and just a little larger? That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> uh-huh. But otherwise, you might confuse it with a sparrow. Absolutely. You know, now I think is a good time, uh, as we're recounting the day, we were thinking of um, some other features that we should have on upcoming shows, like one called, you know, let us know which of these would be a good feature. Because, you know, Photographer's Corner, that's always popular. And, Photography uh, Corner, is that well, Or you changed we're it. we're not sure did how the some, voting goes Did yet. we get some postcards? We haven't got any postcards yet. Just that one from the person whose name I can't mention now, who asked me not to mention her by name anymore. And she did also say, a photographer is better, you ninny. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, but also well, our, that's, ooh, okay. our What's Up With Bill corner, uh-huh. our Hotel Motel Tips corner, uh-huh. and uh, I think a popular, this will be a very popular feature if we develop it, and we were talking about this morning called, Who Are You to Judge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a bad idea. No, uh, no, I'm not going to pass any kind of judgment on it. And I think that that would be in response to some of the emails we get about our show. <laughs> I, I think that's, a, <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does this go? Uh-huh. And also, I think uh, another really fabulous kind of a corner, you know, a, a feature would be called Today's Just Another Day. Uh-huh. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Uh-huh. Well, just like yesterday. Uh, yep, it just keeps grinding on and on, but we're still here. Yeah, okay, I like that idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. So we walked a long ways, as I said, and we saw right close to where I thought we'd find the piping plovers, you noticed an aquatic mammal. I, I did. I don't know what it was, but it was in the water. But then you, you pointed out it was some people were wrestling it around. It was inflatable. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, that was big. That, that, it, from where I was standing, it looked like a whale. 
and we do believe it was an inflatable whale. And there oh. was a was it a father and a son playing stickball on the real close to the piping plover nesting grounds. In fact, I think they were using an egg as a ball. They might have because it did shatter. Uh huh. And the yolk was on them. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So um, that was that was a little. I was a little surprised to see them there. But then again, you know, we took the long way around, and I figured that they were way out behind Robin Hood's barn. But actually, they're not that far from the parking lot. Really, we just looped all the way around in our two and a half mile walk. Right. We just didn't know where we were, as usual. Yeah, as usual. And right now, I know where we are because there's a sign ahead of us that says Towers Point Lighthouse. And I wish our listeners could see how beautiful this is here today. It, it's beautiful. Could we paint a word picture? It's a lighthouse. Uh-huh. Well, it's it's tall. Uh, there's a light at the top. There is a light at the top. And it's by the water. And there's a hose on the side. Uh-huh. There's a hose on the side. It has a red metal roof. And it looks like there's um, some kind of stucco or plaster over the brickwork on the lighthouse, right? And Definitely. There, there aren't a lot of windows. That's, that's what's surprising about this particular lighthouse. If I were building a lighthouse, I would have a lot of windows in it. Why so is that, that? So that at the top of every stairway, I could get me a look. Oh, I just saw a brown thrasher fly by again. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Wow, ain't that the irony of the day. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think, I really think as yesterday... We are visited by the goddess, and we had such a fabulous day birding, and you just can't expect that every day, can you? No, I never do. I mean, some you know the old saying, sometimes you get the bear, and other days you just don't find very many birds when you go out birding. We didn't even see a bear. No, we did not see a bear, but you saw a couple deer. Uh-huh. Oh, they were big ones, too. Uh-huh, and there were deer flies, and those were big ones, too. What do you think those bugs were? We, we ran into these clouds of bugs. It's too bad we're not naturalists that we can't share any real information with our listeners, but they were clouds of flies. They were, at first I thought they were mosquitoes, but then I thought, you know, we put our bug dope on uh-huh. beforehand, so we're going to be all right. But then I realized they weren't mosquitoes, and I thought, well, this is some kind of other insect. I don't know about you, but after putting that bug dope on, I feel a little bit smarter. <laughs> I think I'm on top form on this podcast as we uh, visit our friends in uh, Filler Incorporated. I've never uh, heard you us. more eloquent. No, no, I've rarely been more eloquent. And that's in preparation again for a talk that we're giving this Saturday that will have happened long, long, long in the past by the time that uh, this is posted on Pet Life Radio. And that's not because of any uh, negligence on the part of our producer, Mark Winter, but it's because I won't even bother to turn it in until about a year from now. Yeah, that's right. I'm a busy man. That's right. But we'll, we'll you know, it'll be successful and uh, our talk. Just us showing up makes it a success because that's 99% of life. <laughs> <laughs> got that right. Yep. That could be a segment. That could be a what? You got that right. You got that There's a thrasher. Uh-huh. Right uh, in that tree. Huh. If only there's one over in that tree, too. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. All we have to do is sit here and be taunted by thrashers. Yeah, and they're always just behind the leaves, so there's no way I could get a picture. And they're backlit by the um, sky. And I just have to resign myself to the fact that, you know, I can uh, get my camera and I can pop up the flash attachment, but I'm just not going to get a flasher of a thrasher. (laughs) Just don't flash the thrasher. No, uh, that's against the law at this park, I believe. Yeah, It sure is. Yep. So I think we're probably a 
about running out of time. We're not really, but I think we're about running out of time, don't you? I, I hope so. Yeah. So we got a long drive home and got to stop somewhere for lunch. And uh, we would appreciate uh, contributions for lunch, but I, I guess it's too late to ask for that because we need the money right now. We barely can scrape enough together to get home. Hmm. Are you soliciting contributions? No, I'm not because I'm saying it's too late. It's just too well, late. Well, it's never too late to solicit a contribution. There go the thrashers. They oh, just, just to taunt us. So uh, that was two more going by. So thanks for uh, listening to another. We hope there wasn't too much information. We try not to overload you with facts on our birding shows, you know? That's a danger, isn't it? Well, I, I, it is a danger. People get confused. One of the lessons of communication is keep it simple. Right. And I don't believe anyone has ever been confused listening to our show, except maybe some stepping back, some meta confusion over why the show is even available on iTunes. Oh, isn't isn't that something? It is. It is something. That iTunes is, makes this available? It is something. So we'll say uh, goodbye to everybody until, uh, well, probably another whole year before we do another show. Uh, that's about right. Yeah. And we might have something to talk about by then. So uh, thanks to our producer, Mark Winter. And thanks. He's a great guy. You yeah. know, sometimes I, I tease Mark, mm-hmm. and I don't know if Mark appreciates it, but it's all in good fun, which could be another segment. All, all, in, all in good, good fun. fun. I like that. It's all in good fun, followed by, who are you to judge? Uh-huh. And maybe another one called, who do you think you are? <laughs> who made you king? <laughs> who made you queen? I, we got a lot of ideas. I like that one. Yeah. So thanks so much, and uh, look for me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Bill, would you like the listeners to look for you on Facebook? Well, not me, but uh, no, no. Well, there is the book character Bill Holm. The book Facebook character Bill Holm page. Facebook page, and they can like that. Uh, well, that yeah, like it whether you like it or not. Yeah, just like it. And uh, you can email me at bob at petliferadio.com. Please go to my website. BobTart.com and my latest book, in case you haven't gotten the gist of it yet, is Featherbrained, my bumbling quest to become a birder and find a rare bird on my own. Published by University of Michigan Press. Do you find that bird? You will have to read the book. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to be repeating any spoilers here. Okay. Spoiler alert. We're leaving now. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.